0: Let's turn it
1: into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The Answer. Got to tell you what's going on behind the scenes real quick. we get to our world famous marriage talk segment. But haircuts are, are good to go today, right? Getting your hair done. It's supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to call. I, I, I kept calling to right, get my hair done. It's a dude, you know. It's just not. a lie, it's Just a guy, you know, get your yeah. cut. And it's busy. The line's busy, right? And I, and I keep dialing. I keep dialing. I keep dialing. And I got a flashback to the '80s of getting, trying to get concert tickets. Do you remember? you Used to call before I got in radio. You would call. Like, oh, Billy Joel's coming to town. Tickets go on sale Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Right. Call Ticketmaster, whoever it was, and you would call. It was busy, and you just keep, and everyone would keep like from home. <laughs> And like the rich kids had push button phones <laughs> and I'm sitting there redialing for a bleeping haircut, just like a concert ticket in 19, you know, 82 or something like that. So I have to get back to the show. I can't keep dialing. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: what a week. What are
2: you usually place in line?
1: Gosh. Um, on Fridays, we have our world famous marriage talk segment and, and essential uh, with all this going on in the world. Whether it's you know, your world or my world, there's just there's a lot of odd out there. And it's a time when we just slam on the brakes of all the craziness and focus on what? The glory, the sanctity, the holiness and steaminess of marriage. Got fired from the last place for doing this. But when you're going through tough times, having that strong marriage helps you get through a heck of a lot better. Because if you're going through tough times and your marriage is in the crapper, that is just, that is just a bad combo. Not good for you. So, we have our world famous marriage talk segment in which we just, you know, focus on what God created, what God ordains. My wingman for all these years has been Robert Kosick, who's a church deacon and a marriage coach. He wrote the book Honor the Vow. He's actually written a bunch of books, uh, and he's been writing our content for years. Happy Friday, Mr. Kosick.
2: Hey, happy Friday. And as everyone else has done, happy Pre Mother's Day to the moms, the yeah. wannabe moms, the surrogate moms, <laughs> <laughs> to, to all of them out there. They're, they're, uh, they're amazing what they've had to do these last several months. So I know. I, I, to them.
1: I mean, God man, God bless the moms out there and all they all they put yeah. up with.
2: Yeah, uh, but you were talking about you were talking about your haircut stuff. So I told my wife, I said, "I'm nixing the haircut. I'm just going ponytail." <laughs> so, this, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna save some money, and so uh, it was to say, I'll be getting my haircut this weekend.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I got my haircut the day before the, the dirty little socialist judge of Harris County shut everything down. Uh, and I, it was like perfect timing, you know. And I got, but yeah. now it's like, I, I mean, come on, it's a mess. Oh. Anyway, let's focus on what God ordains. Let no man screw it up. Man and woman coming together, marriage. It's it's right up front in the Bible. There, check it out in Genesis. Give it a shot. Crack open a Bible. Yep. And Mr. Cossack and I talk about this, like I said, much to the uh, much to the anger of the last radio station. And. Mm-hmm. Now we're up to marriage tip number 296. That's out. So props to you for that. Thank you. All right, let's get to it. As we are getting to wrap up our shutdown, lockdown, whatever. Marriage tip 296 is about gardening. Uh, I'll read it in the Mr. will comment on our world famous marriage talk segment. There's been no shortage of stories about people building gardens during the quarantine. As they tend to their garden, they'll soon realize maintaining a garden is similar to maintaining a marriage. Just like a garden, you can't let your marriage go unattended and expect it to be healthy and thriving. So good tips, let's see, gardening tips for a healthy marriage. One is good soil. Every marriage relationship must be started in good soil with a lot with lots of nutrients. From a biblical perspective, this means your marriage should be rooted in faith. God created marriage, so he should be the source of nutrients for your marriage. God is soil, and God is good soil. Take it away, Mr.
2: Kossick. Yeah, so You're with, starting with, all the way back in the beginning, Genesis. So when people say that we need to change the definition of marriage and whatnot, I'd like to remind them that. They didn't actually, man didn't actually invent marriage. God did. And so you can't really change what God. Right. Yeah, yeah, forget it. We're
1: changing the Sabbath. It's going to be the third uh, day.
2: No. Yeah, so, you know, do do what you want. You can call it something else. You want to call it some other union thing, something else, but you can't change marriage. Marriage is marriage. Right. But if you go back to how God designed marriage, uh, you know, he's pretty good at making things, created a few pretty incredible things. He created marriage and he has a great plan for the marriage. And so if you go back to how he designed it and you run your marriage the way he designed it and you put him at the center of it, it's going to be pretty hard to mess it up. And so I highly recommend that people would take some time, read the Bible, whether you're a person of faith or not, uh, go back and read what the Bible says about how your marriage structure should work. Uh, You know, you may not be an engineer, but you'll read the owner's manual on how how to maintain your car. So go back and read the owner's manual, if you will, on how to have your marriage. And it talks about the hierarchy and it talks about how you should respect each other and treat each other and all that good stuff is all good things that you should do. And that should be the soil that you start your marriage on. Start there and everything else will just bloom and blossom and fall into place. Throw that out the window. You're probably going to run into some grump, uh, to some uh, uh, bad times and some bumpy times and uh, a bunch of weeds and stuff that we'll get to in a minute.
1: Ain't that the truth? Our world-famous marriage talk segment, we do 8.30 Central Time at the bottom of the hour, only on Fridays. Number two on gardening tips for healthy marriages is fertilizer. Soil loses critical nutrients over time, which need to be added back with fertilizer. So marriages sometimes lose critical aspects as well, so you need to... Get them back with date nights and weekends away and marriage conferences and, and marriage segments like this one. So, yeah, so <laughs> soil needs, you know, you got to throw in the fertilizer.
2: Yeah, and if you look, biblically speaking, you know, you're supposed to plant something in one area and then move to another area and not come back to that area for seven years because it needs to rebuild the nutrients. Now, that doesn't work for marriage. You know, stay married for a year and then take a break for seven years and come <laughs> back to it. That won't work. So you got to come up with another way to feed those nutrients back in, which is like we do with gardening since we're not going to – put the field away for seven years and not come back to it, you you then inject these nutrients back in with fertilizer. Marriage is the exact same way. If you just think that your marriage is going to stay healthy and thriving and those kind of things without investing certain things back into the marriage, uh, you're kind of fooling yourself. You really need to spend some time and nurture it and feed it and take care of it and fertilize it and conferences and books and segments like this one, little things like that uh, really go a long way. I mean, we only do this what We talk to maybe 10 12 minutes once a week. That's it. And we've heard, yeah, and we've heard fantastic stories of people said, I can't believe my marriage turned around based on the advice that you told me for 10 minutes. I mean, that's not that big of a commitment. 10 minutes once a week. Uh, So uh, think about how powerful it could be if you actually spent more than that investing in your marriage throughout the week.
1: (laughs) Or, Mr. Kosick, we are thought of as fertilizer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. We're, We're just. We're just fertilizer, right? It's a better smelling fertilizer. Right. Damn right.
1: (laughs) Our world-famous marriage talk segment that we do only on Fridays at 830 Central, talking about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. The third category in terms of gardening and marriage is weeds. Weeds will enter your marriage at times, Mr. Cossack writes. Before you can remove weeds, you first have to identify them. Weeds come in the form of being too busy. Allowing other things to have a greater priority over your time together, complaining, etc. Communication and time together are the best weed killers for a marriage. What do you say to that?
2: Right. So we, you know, so we moved last year, and uh, one of the things that this new house has in the backyard is a little planter area with some rose things in it. And so we have a guy who comes and does a desert yard and takes care of everything for us. And, and there was a bunch of things growing at the bottom of the uh, flowers, but they were I told him I said so. I don't know, those weeds or those flowers, I don't know what this stuff is. So he went through and he pointed out, those are weeds, we need to remove those. Those are plants, those are flowers, those you want to keep. He was an expert in it, he knew how to do that. Otherwise, I would have gone here and just started ripping things out I'd a ripped out plants. So if you're going to get weeds out, they can be disguised a lot of times in your marriage as something that you may think is healthy. Like, for instance, spending all your time on Facebook on your phone or spending all your time in front of the TV and never really spending time investing. Each other. It's like, well, yeah, we're together. We're always there watching TV, but you're not really building a relationship. So while it may look like something that's helping the marriage because you think being together is the best thing for you, in the end, it may really be a weed that's really tearing your marriage apart because you're not building anything. You just there Amen. and, you know, and something not moving forward. It's moving backwards. It, nothing just stands still. You know, it, motion, all that kind of stuff that we talk about. you got to be investing in your marriage or you're falling apart. It doesn't usually stay right where it is. It goes one direction or the other. So you're real careful about some of these things that you think are helping the marriage when they really could be tearing your marriage apart. Overburdening your, your schedule is another one. Uh, You're doing everything with the kids and forgetting about mom and dad's time. Those kind of things really could be hurting the marriage in the long run. But it takes time to figure out what is a real weed versus what is really helping. Robert
1: Kosick, my wingman on our world-famous marriage talk segment, Fridays at 830 Central, 930 East Coast, AM 1070, The Answer. Let me tell you real quick before we get to the hot and heavy, here's a weed. is those stupid phones
0: that Uh, husbands
1: and wives have in front of their faces when they go out. You know, Denise and I love our breakfast dates. Uh, well, we haven't because nothing has been open, but there's, we'd be at coffee and we would just talk, you yep. know, and just, just talk. And we'd sit in there. I have my eggs and she's got a French toast and we'd be there an hour and a half just talking. Oh, yeah. and, and you look around and there's like guys that got good looking wives, wear their faces in their stupid phones. <laughs> what I'll the heck? On and and you, you can tell by the way their thumbs moving. It's a social media account. And then she's on her phone. The kids are on their phones. I just want to go over there and whack them upside the head and throw their phones in the trash can, Mr. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. We talked last week yeah. about having dinner together as a family and to mandate, you hey, leave the TVs off for of those who have them where their food is, and to leave your phones out of the room. Actually talk to each other. It, it's going it to be difficult at first because no one's used to that. Uh, it's you know having an actual conversation with somebody, not texting each other, but having a conversation with somebody with words. Uh, and get used to doing that. It The, the benefits are phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal what it does for a family if you just spend time talking with each other. And, so you, throw, throw and, phones out. and it took a while,
1: Mr. Cossack, but we finally got our son. It's not something kids do. Listen, he's 22 right. now, but when he was like Eighteen or nineteen, seventeen. It was like his world. It took a while, but there are no phones in the kitchen when we eat. That means Denise, Bubba, myself. There are no phones, and it's wonderful to just sit and talk for like forty-five minutes over dinner, and everyone's in on the conversation.
2: Uh, I started doing something with my kids uh, when my son was uh, in uh, high school, like tenth or eleventh grade. Is he and I started going on a Saturday just he and I for about an hour and he would just talk and I would just listen to him. He was starting a business and we'd talk about those things. We went off to college. My girls wanted to do that as well. And then when they went off to college, my wife said, hey, now it's my turn. I'm like, We're empty <laughs> nesters. She goes, yeah, but going to, you know, with Denise, going to a restaurant is just different. And so now when they all come home from college, it's like, hey, can we go Saturday? So I have to go three or four different times to the, <laughs> to the coffee shop and by the end of it, I'm like, the guy was like, weren't you just here? I'm like, yes, let's go decaf today. <laughs> go, <laughs> yeah. easy.
1: Go, go easy. Go easy.
2: Yeah. they love it. They love it.
1: As it should be, a world-famous marriage talk segment. Real quick, and then the hot and heavy marriage tip. All of it available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone If you've maintained your garden well, you will reap the harvest of that labor. The Bible speaks of this well uh, in the love letter called Song of Songs, chapter 4, verse 16, when King Solomon's wife calls out to him and says, (laughs) this is steamy, and this is from the Bible. This, let, this my top beloved, top. <laughs> let my beloved come to his garden and eat its choicest fruits. <laughs> now, that's a text every husband would love to receive from his wife. Who wrote of that? And it's right oh, there yeah. in Song of Songs, Mr. Cossack.
2: Yeah, and it's right there. It's biblical. And, and, and if you want to get, have some fun, go read the rest of that love letter. It gets even better than that. Uh, so, but it's all things that says, hey, this is such a wonderful, special thing that God created for your marriage. Use it. Enjoy it. Celebrate it spend time together and, and, and nurture it. And it's such a fantastic thing. And it can start with something as simple as a a text that says, come back to bed. (laughs) You know, one of those kind of things. It doesn't take much. And even if you just get together and just lay there together, it's just, it's just a wonderful area of your marriage. that needs to be celebrated and not forsaken, make it a priority. And it will be one of those things that goes back into the foundation of your marriage that will change everything, radically change everything. Amen.
1: Amen. And on that note, America, we, I know we got to do it. You got to shut the curtain on our world famous marriage talk segment. This was tip number 296 props to you. We're coming around the corner on 300
2: oh, you unique, are getting unique
1: close? Mar, unique uh, marriage tips from our good friend, Robert Cossack, He wrote the book, honor the vow, honor the And this is just our moment. Just one segment. Then we get back to the muck and the mire, of focusing on the glory and the sanctity, the holiness and of marriage. Is that Frankie in the background?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Love that guy. Mr. Kozak, you have a blessed and wonderful Friday, you, Kathy, and the kids.
2: You too, Sam. And a uh, blessing to you and your family and condolences on the loss of your mom. I know she lived a fantastic life. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully those memories will flood your mind with all the great stuff.
1: Amen to that. Then they do. And they do. America, we got to wrap it up. Call your husbands. Call your wives. Read the contents on our Facebook page, Sam Alone Show. Back in a second. AM 1070. The answer.
0: The stops along the way The problem now of course is To simply hold your horses To rush would be a crime Cause nice and easy Nice Sunday.